Hey everyone, what's up? It's Wabi. It's Chris Corso. We are at U.S. Bank Stadium, which is where the Vikings just won their fourth game in a row. They beat the Washington Redskins 19-9 in a grinder, an absolute grinder here at U.S. Bank Stadium. But sometimes you got to win games that way too, and you should never apologize for winning, especially when you've won four straight, especially when you have five NFC wins, and especially when you're 6-2 and two halfway through the season and you have a few extra days to get ready for your next opponent. So this is the post-game report. This is the primetime purple post-game report from U.S. Bank Stadium following the Vikings win. Chrissy, what would you think? It was pretty good. Kirk Cousins going 23 of 26, not making any mistakes for a couple games now. Stephon Diggs just being an absolute monster. Big fumble at the beginning of the game, but boy, did he rebound with over 140 receiving yards. I really like what I saw from Stephon Diggs, but one thing I have to note was a pass from Kirk Cousins when he's inside his own 10 here, and he throws an absolute perfect ball right into the bucket into Stephon Diggs' hands. I think that was the best throw I've seen from Kirk all season long. They're down in nine here. See if Washington's defense can make another stop. Diggs down the sideline. What a throw and catch, and a flag is thrown after the hit. Yeah, I mean, Kirk's on, Kirk's on fire, man. I don't think he got to 300 today, which would have been four straight games with 300. He played well enough to get to, to 300, just short. But, I mean, yeah, Kirk's playing great. And this was on a night when the offensive line didn't protect quite as well as it had um, in the three-game winning streak, but they did well enough to help the Vikings win this game. Okay, we got lots to get to here in the post-game report. We're going to start it off, as we always do following a win. It's a joyous Vikings locker room post-game. You know what I like most about this team? Tough. Okay, we took that ball with eight minutes, an eight-minute drive at the end of the game to put it away. Now we we weren't pretty all the time, right? We had way too many penalties, way too many easy completions in the first half. We didn't punt all night long. Mm. Sorry, Bruce. So that's pretty damn. But you're putting yourself in position to do a lot of a lot of good things, right? All right. Good job, fellas. Nice win. All right? Let's keep this ball rolling. Mike's on three. One, two, three. Mike. Hey, let's hear some more from Mike Zimmer. This is Mike Zimmer meeting with reporters following the game. Okay, good win tonight. Uh, you know, I thought, uh, obviously, there's a lot of things we need to clean up, but, uh, you know, I thought, uh, you know, for us to be able to take the ball with, uh, and run eight minutes off the clock there at the end uh, was big. Um, we have to do a better job, obviously, with the penalties because we're not going to open them tonight. Mm -mm. We're not going to open them tonight. Um, and we got to play better pass defense than we did in the first in the first half. But defensively, we played much better in the second. Um, so overall, it was it was a good win. Uh, I like the toughness of this football team. They fight. Um, I think it showed in a lot of different ways. Um, you know, I told them at the end there, you know, we got 10 minutes left. We got a 10-point lead. Let's go put this thing away. So, um, but I think that's a sign of a good football team. Yeah, we did that tonight. <laughs> they didn't decline them, though, so they took the penalty. Yeah, well, that's good. Uh, <laughs> it's been a little bit against my my nature, but I've taken care of these players pretty good. So um, hopefully we can continue to stay healthy. 
Um, I think there's a good chance Adam will be back next week, and uh, you know, and we're pretty healthy tonight, I believe. Yeah, Dalvin's a great player. Uh, he can do pretty much anything he needs to do. Uh, you know, we, we thought we had an opportunity to get some screens in against him tonight, and uh, that showed up um, quite a few times. And um, so that was one of our one of our goals is to to get some big plays on screen. So, um, but it was nice. And Dalvin's, you know, Dalvin makes some great runs. I thought Madison made some great runs, but you know, it, it couldn't. None of it could happen without uh, the way the offensive line um, continues to fight and, and scratch and open up some seams. Well, the, you know, they've got a good defensive front, and, uh, you know, it, they play hard. Um, you know, they've got some very good players. They've got an extra guy in the box almost every single play, and... Uh, so I don't know how much confidence we had in it, but uh, uh, we, I always have confidence when Dalvin or, or Maddie's got the ball. Yeah, I thought he played outstanding, really. Uh, you know, he's 22 out of 27 or something. He made some really good plays. The, the one play that uh, he was getting pressure and he threw the ball to, I guess it was somebody over the middle, maybe eight, Irv, and... Uh, I got the first down. That was that was big. Um, you know they were they were taking away a lot of the the shot plays that we had tonight. So we had to be a little bit more methodical as we went went along. You talking about the the long one or the? Yeah, it was uh, the thirty-nine yards. Was it the down the sideline or was it the slant? Um, no, I don't think so. I, you know, he he throws a really good deep ball, and uh, you know the timing on that one was pretty pretty good. And he, uh, you know, the guy had digs covered pretty well, but uh, but uh, Stefan went up and, and made a nice play on it. Well, I I know. Uh, defensive players do not like to get cut, and uh, you know the more times we get those guys on the ground and they have to get up, they don't like it, and so I think that leads to a lot of it. Yeah, I didn't see him embrace, but uh, yeah, I thought Adrian ran the ball hard tonight. Well, we we saw him uh, in the in the one game, so I mean we had a little bit of an idea. Um, so you know, y'all short week obviously is a lot harder, but we, you know, our coaches do a good job. Say say one more time. I thought he handled it well. Uh, you know, we talked during the week, and uh, you know, you always have a little extra motivation when you're playing your old team. Um, you know, you're always trying to prove uh, that they were wrong for letting you go or whatever the reason was. And uh, so I, I thought he handled it really well. Um, you know, he's playing outstanding right now. 
Uh, he's been on a nice roll for the last four ball games, and uh, we're hoping it, it continues to uh, stay that way. I knew it would be tough. I really knew. It. I was shocked when I looked up at the scoreboard and it said we had 428 yards and they had 200, and the score was, you know, a 10-point game. Um, so uh, I figured it'd be a tough game, um, you know. But sometimes you just don't know when you get, you know, you're facing a team that is, you know, one and six or whatever they were. Uh, but but they fought. They played hard. Well, I think the players need some time off. You know, we're halfway through the season. Uh, I'll bring them back Monday, uh, give them off this weekend, and get them back Monday, and then we'll we'll work out and watch tape and do the things that we need to do, and then uh, um, get ready for Kansas City. Yeah, a lot of it. A lot of it did. Um, you know, trying to get, and, and I think one of the things you saw in our screen pass is the offensive line got out and they cut, and uh, you know, again, they don't like that, and you know, most of the offensive linemen don't like to do it either, but they understand how important it is now. Who? Uh, yeah, you know, honestly, there was a couple plays in there that. Uh, you know they're catching a uh, a uh, hitch. You know and they, they got it for the first down. You know I'm talking to them about being over the top on receivers because that's what we're trying to do. Um, the uh, uh, and I always tell them if if they throw those balls, then I need to change the coverage. Now the the one down the sideline that uh, was pass interference. Whew, I don't know. I mean I would have challenged if I thought there was any chance of them. Uh, overturning it, but I got a thing in the email today that they haven't turned overturned any, so I said, screw it. Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins, as we said, is on fire. Now, he's a humble guy, and uh, he's going to deflect credit to his teammates, and you're going to hear that right here in his post-game press conference. I'll just start by saying, uh, you know, it was a great team win. I, um, you know, it, 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 every week is different. And we got the ball with eight and a half minutes left, whatever it was, and we said, hey, let's, let's put together a drive here running the football, and we did it. Um, you know, would have loved to have been better in the red zone. I think we had, uh, you know, a couple penalties there that, that made it hard on us uh, to get touchdowns, and you know, there were probably a couple plays I'd like back in the red zone. Um, you know, a couple plays here or there, but, but for the most part, I think we played the game that was called and did a great job converting some long third downs. Um, you know, defense made a tremendous play on the interception to, to get us out of a hole when we didn't get it on that fourth down. And, um, you know, I think good teams can win a variety of ways. I think we've been doing that the last few weeks and, um, you know, continue to just be impressed with the way we've run the ball. I think that's going to be important for us as we look to the second half of the season. Um, so just, you know, continue to be pleased with, uh, with our team, our offense, our, our plan. And, um, you know, we just got to keep going from here. Uh, I think penalties hurt us. You know, when you get the first and 20, that's tough. Um, and then, you know, I think you watch the tape. You'll see there were, I think there were guys open, you know, a couple of times where I could have probably cut it loose. I uh, was trying to work somebody else. And, and sometimes you go through your reads too quickly. 
you know, and, and you say no to a guy and you don't wait long enough to let him create separation. So um, there are probably a couple of those, but ultimately, you know, you get a couple of penalties and you're kind of hamstrung down there. Yeah, you know, please where we're at. Um, you know, we, we could easily be worse. We could easily be better. We're six and two. Uh, I think we've got everything in front of us, and uh, we got to go out and, and, and prove it the second half of the season. But we've put ourselves in a position now where the second half of the season is going to be there for the taking, and um, and so that's a really good thing. Yeah, you know, a couple of those screens were, were hit in two minutes. So that's a very different situation than a second and long, you know, when you're selling play action or whatever it may be. But we had a couple of screens where we were off play action. A couple were off a drop back. A couple were just in the two minute. And, um, you know, the key is is what those guys do with the ball in their hands once they get it. And then the, the, the ability of our linemen to get out on people and our receivers and tight ends to block. So uh, those were big plays throughout the night and um, uh, really set up that uh, touchdown at the end of the half. I, no, I, you know, I, I think, you know, that, that we, we, we won the game and that's all that matters and that's all my focus is on. And uh, uh, they, they were a, a tremendous place to go to work for six years and I just had the best of memories of my time there. You know, I'm, I'm just happy we won. You know, I'm just, I'm just thrilled that we won the game. That's what it's all about. Yeah, you know, from the four-yard line, I, I had my doubts. But uh, uh, you also have, you know, there, there's other options I can do on that play. And they gave us the defense to keep the run on. Um, you know, if they hadn't, then you're obviously, you know, going to have an answer. But, um, but they, uh, you know, they gave us the defense, and, and we ran it. And they did a great job by him to finish the run. And a great call, you know. And I thought it was really helpful to, uh, to manage the clock in such a way that we moved down the field got a touchdown, but also didn't give them enough time to be able to do something with it once we once we kicked off. So, you know, really well managed two minute. I think a lot of the credit goes to Kevin for, you know, the screens he called, the things he dialed up and and um, and then, you know, the final run was a tremendous run by Dalvin. Um yeah, I mean, I've played with some great receivers. He's right up there with any of them. And, uh, you know, he was big time tonight. I mean, I think the biggest play he made was probably the goal ball he caught on third down when we were backed up in our near our own end zone. And, you know, if you have to punt from your own end zone and you don't have a lot of momentum and and then and it's third and long, and he, he, you know, runs that goal ball and makes a big play and basically gets us out to midfield as a result, that was, that was enormous. And that's just a, a special player who can run by somebody and make a great catch. Um, you know, he's, he's very, very talented. Yeah, you know, we hit one similar last week uh, uh, down the same sideline against the Lions, you know, to him. It's just, just a uh, belief that uh, he'll track the ball. He'll have that extra gear when the ball's in the air. He'll find it and go get it. And, uh, um, you know, I got to trust him. You got to throw the anticipation, and, and that's what go balls or double moves are all about. So, uh you know, we hit a couple last couple weeks, and you know, you also hope that when you can do that and go over someone's head, that it can open up some underneath stuff because they have to be ready for the fact that you're you've proven you'll run by them.
Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just saw you know Morgan Moses was an example, and you know he was he was a young right tackle in 2015 when I was in my last year of my contract as a rookie, and I was going to start, and he stepped up and played his butt off for for um, the entire season and just did a phenomenal job, and he. And his growth and his hard work was a big reason why I was able to have the, the success I had and then go on and be able to be in the position I'm in. So I just wanted to say to him, thank you. You know, thank you for the way you worked, the way you developed yourself because of what it did for me and my career and my family. And, you know, I went on and on with guys, Ryan Kerrigan, Matt Ioannidis, Jonathan Allen. I mean, there's just really good football players and really good people over there. And I uh, just wanted to tell them I appreciate them and, and the impact they had on me. All right, now, Chris, in Detroit, when Adam Thielen goes out in the first quarter, you know, it was a collective effort to produce 35 more points in that game. It was C.J. Ham, It was B.C. Johnson. It was Kyle Rudolph. And those guys all played well tonight. But, but really tonight was about Cook and Diggs really stepping up in the absence of A.T. one night Adam Thielen. Cook and Diggs, it was like 79.5% of the Vikings offense generated by Dalvin Cook and Stephon Diggs. Yeah, that's for sure. Dalvin Cook making a absolute point to get him the ball in space a bunch of screen passes designed for Dalvin Cook one of the great plays of the game was when he pretty much was as slippery as you could be down the field ends up getting like I think it was the longest uh, reception of the season for him here's a screen for Cook Dalvin Cook still going hello looking for a block from Diggs and we'll see where they mark him. He's out of bounds near the eight. Uh, watch this. I mean, no, nobody really truly wanted to get in the middle of this. And he just runs away from everybody. 31 yards, the longest of the season for Dalvin Cook. Completely leaving a bunch of Redskins behind him, slipping and sliding all the way um, into the red zone, setting up a touchdown for, for the Vikings, the only touchdown of the game, which was then capped off by Dalvin Cook. Third down and goal, they give it to Cook. And he got there, touchdown. That's just good, strong running for a guy who runs 4-4, has amazing speed, and after contact, to just continue to turn his legs and get that across. That I feel good. I got the win, like you said. Wasn't as pretty. Yeah. Short week. Yeah. We got it done, so that's the most important thing. Go back and watch the film on Monday and kind of just clean up some things and get better from it. How'd you feel about helping out in the receiving game with uh, feeling out? You know, you had a nice game catching the ball. Making plays any way possible. You know, is one of, one of our valuable playmakers. So just trying to make plays any way possible put us in a position to score points and win football. Game. How good do those last couple of drives feel? I mean, we show the highlights when it's 60 on touchdowns or diving catches, but man, to have two long drives to just choke those guys out had to feel pretty satisfying. To wear on those guys and oppose our will and kind of call it some old school football and just run it down their throats and just keep them on the field. Just make the old line feel good right there. And that was those yards right there. Post game, Adrian and you met on the field and, and it shared a hug. What does that mean to you that 
He was the past here and you were the present in the future. It means a lot. A guy like that that's still going and still got it in him. Still one of the hardest workers. Like anybody else around here before I came. There's nothing but positive things about him. But to share the field with Adrian is it's my second time. So it was, mm -hmm. it's always great, man. Just, just to be out there with him because that was one of the guys that I watched you know, when I was coming up. So you know, special talent. Still got it. What did like you guys talk about during that kind of moment in the field? Looked like you chatted for a bit and then embraced. Just really, just just keep going, man. He know what it takes. The blueprint, that's that's him. So I just want to just just learn, and you know, I watch a lot of tape from a lot of guys. And, you know, my running style is way different from Adrian, but you know, the way he see things and set things up, you know, especially. Now. Is that all the Olay music going? That's them. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's them. <laughs> I love it. I don't know half of the songs, but <laughs> whatever, get them going. <laughs> That's them. Yeah, so those those two guys played great, and uh, the Vikings defense also played great. I mean, the Vikings defense um, did not give up a touchdown in this game, and you're going to win a lot of games when you don't give up touchdowns. So big-time credit to them. They held Washington to only two third-down conversions all game, and they held Washington out of the end zone despite Washington getting into two two goal-to-go situations. Anthony Harris had an interception. We had a sack fumble, so we turned the Redskins over a couple of times. Vikings defense not getting a ton of credit, Chris, because they don't have that historically good third-down defensive number. Uh, there isn't a shutout, but they're playing a little bit better maybe than you would think. Not allowing a touchdown in the whole game is impressive. Yeah, I'd say so. Big play by Anthony Harris, as you said. Mike Zimmer elects to go for a fourth and one on our, on our own 35. We don't get it. And the next play, Anthony Harris picks the ball off, or, or second play of that drive, Anthony Harris picks the ball off, changes the, the whole game because that could have been really a close game right there. We were only up seven at the time, I believe. Second down and six. Haskins too high and now picked. McLaren was wide open, but Anthony Harris gets the interception. He sure did. This doesn't get any more open. A good route by McLaurin, and, and the ball just sails. Looks like you know he drops it down a little bit. See his elbow, how low it is? So with that, there's a tendency then for the ball to sail. And when you sell over the middle, in this league anyway, a lot of bad things can happen. I told you that the game only had two punts. No, we uh, we apologize to Brent for you know he wasn't able to get any punts today. Um, but at the end of the day, it's all laughing jokes. We want to keep that clock moving, keep converting, um, and at the end of the day, try to come away with points on any drive. There were a couple of big plays that they got you guys, that you were able to make those uh, plays back when it counted. Yeah, um, the mentality is always be aggressive, get after people, um, compete, contest catches go after the ball, whether it's tackles, interceptions, or pass deflections. We want to be aggressive and try to disrupt them as much as possible. Another thing I want to touch on is Adrian Peterson just being back here. Second time he was back here, last time was with the Saints. He didn't get to get the ball too much. This time he got to have a, a few big plays, but what about the crowd just giving him a big standing ovation? That was cool. Pretty cool at the end of the game. You know, the Vikings in-stadium entertainment crew did a great job of getting a shot of Adrian with the, with the camera, a close-up shot of him on the big screens here, and then putting next to that, putting where he ranks on the all-time rushing list. You know, that was a really, a really 
a quality move by the U.S. Bank Stadium and Vikings in-stadium entertainment folks and then the classy Minnesota Vikings fans cheering when they saw that. Really cool moment. I'm glad you brought that up. For a guy who was the face of the franchise for nearly a decade, is the all-time leading rusher in Vikings history and is going to the Hall of Fame and who didn't leave the Vikings on great terms. To have that type of moment at the end of the game was pretty cool. I'm glad you brought that up. All right, let's go around the locker room. You'll hear some more from some Vikings players following the win. Another huge game for you, over 100 plus receiving. Why make that face? Because I left some out there, that's all. Uh, it was a good day. You know, we had a good, good day as a team, too. Uh, ran the ball efficiently. Dama caught the ball efficiently, too, as well. So uh, things were, we, we had a solid night. We just got to put it to bed now, move forward, and, you know, we got a game next week. But you know some games are going to be ugly, right? Yeah, uh, 100%. 100%. So, but you'll take it, right? Yeah, I always take a W, especially, you know, when we, it's a short week. We had to execute the best way we could. Kind of got off to a shaky start. I'll take, I'll take all of that just because, you know, if I don't, if I don't fumble there, uh, we go to score, and then our defense, you know, playing lights out, it usually they got the ball back for us. But uh, I'm going to clean it up and got to execute better. Stefano looked like the next time you got loose, you covered up the ball even a little extra. <laughs> yeah, uh, just being mindful, just because uh, the one time that I thought I covered the ball, I didn't cover it well enough. So uh, my second time going around, I'm going to make sure I do it. Can you uh, take us through what you saw on the play when you jumped over uh, Norman to make the catch on the sideline? Sure. Uh, it was just a great ball, you know, great ball on the sideline. Um, away from the safety, the safety only could do a bang bang shot at that point, and we still got another 15 yards after that. So it's a great ball. Did you notice any differences in how they covered you without Adam playing tonight? Nah, not really. Uh, they just kind of played their defense. We expect they matched earlier in the year, so I expected somewhat of a match depending on who was playing. But uh, the scouting report said some guys are injured, so you didn't know how it was going to come up. So for me, I just had to plan for everything, watch enough tape that I'll be prepared. So. No, nah, not really. That's when you really gotta focus and really have patience and take your time because when things aren't going right, it's probably because you're not executing well. And uh, when you slow it down and take it one play at a time and just be us, all we gotta do is be us, and that's how we we'll have success. For a guy on offense, you're seeing two generational running backs on the field yeah. at the same time. How do you appreciate that? Uh, just you know, it's a Hall of Famer and, I, and, a, and a guy that I hope one day is in the Hall of Fame because he's he's extremely talented. He plays at a high level. Um, if we can keep him healthy, healthy, I hope one day he is in the Hall of Fame just because he's he's a talented guy, he's blessed, he works hard, and I'm pulling for my guy, DC. For you guys on the sideline, um, how much spark does it provide you when Anthony Harris gets that interception there? Yeah, because we had just came off of, uh, I'm not going to say a bad drive, but I don't really remember all the way what happened. But uh, Anthony Harris came up, stepped up, I think ball got uh, was a little bit high, and he came and make a play. So for us, it's just our defense doing what our defense always does, come up and steps up and make plays when it matters and just uh, having our back. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, Kirk is probably going to keep it politically correct, but I know it feels good to win against your old team, especially uh, how things went out, went went with him there. So uh, he probably won't say it feels good, but I'm going to say it for him, it probably does. How do you feel just midpoint of the season, six and two, four game winning streak? I mean, things obviously look way better now than they did after the Chicago game. How do you feel about the midpoint of six? I mean, I feel like we got a lot of work to do. We, uh, we're, we're trying our best. We still have penalties. I'm still. Uh, I still have. A, uh, still got to execute better. Um, and we all. We're just in a work in progress. You know, things are going good, but it was at a point where things weren't good. And you know, all the house was burning down, and everybody was panicking. So at this point, we just take it in one game at a time, one day at a time, and just keep trying to keep this uphill slope, really. 
Uh, it's good, you know, we, we're, getting, we're giving ourselves a good chance, putting ourselves in position, um, but uh, it's only halfway, you know, so we've got to finish strong. And, uh, we've been in the tradition before, we start on well and it falls to so uh, it be a point of emphasis to stay in the same the gas. You get 10 days off roughly, does it come at a good time? I think so, you know, I think, you know, we have a late bye week, you know, so this gives us the time to uh, kind of get healthy, get some guys back. Um, you know, I think we, we stayed relatively healthy throughout the season, but uh, it's going to be a good time for guys to decompress a little bit, get away from the game, and then come back and get ready to get in. You like Thursday night football as a player? I like playing football, so you um, name the day, I'll see you there. Anthony, you guys keep talking about piling on wins and the fact that you guys keep doing it no matter how you do it, whether it's gutting one out, ugly, pretty. How important is that to this team to keep that going? Uh, it's important. It's important. You know, we got to keep the momentum, uh, keep riding the wave, and uh, you know, keep playing together, I think is the biggest thing. You know, we, we play together today, and uh, I think that should be. I tell you, you're going to play a game where there's only two punts in the entire game. Yeah. You ever imagine if I was going to be 19 to 9? No, I'll tell you, the game won't go by fast, though. I'm cool with that. You know? so, uh, we only had like, I don't know, it didn't seem like we had many plays on defense. Um, so I'll take a day like that. I don't you had think a knock on the offense at all, but just, well, as you guys play and you hold them down, just, is there some man, come on, at some point this is going to kick open? And, you know. I mean, they, they covered for us last week, you know, so uh, the least we could do is uh, return the favor. You had a sack break that sack down. It looked like you were basically untouched. It was, so yeah. you broke it down from there. <laughs> How was it to see Adrian again go up against him again? And uh, it was great. You know, he's a great competitor. Um, he always plays hard. You know what he brings to the table. Uh, and he has fun out there still, which is cool to see. A guy that old uh, still going out there and, and making plays and having fun doing it. Uh, it's inspiring. Anthony, can you just talk about um, how key Anthony Harris's interception was at that point in the game? Yeah, I think that was following uh, four and out yep. on offense, you know, so uh, we had our backs against the wall. They were kind of, um, it came in big top for us, so that was, that was a huge amount. You know, coach showed confidence in us, and we got we to gotta repay him the favor by going out and making a play. Former Vikings linebacker and current Vikings analyst Ben Lieber always gives his thoughts following the game. Here's his take from this win over the Redskins. Well, it was 19 to nine, kind of a sloppy win for your Minnesota Vikings. Uh, here's my instant reaction after this game. Uh, again, I got to talk about Kirk Cousins. Not exactly statistically a huge game, but the thing that I liked, and maybe you saw it watching the game, how many times at the line of scrimmage he checked, he audibled. He would audible out of a play, put them in a better play, whether it was a screen pass or a run to the right that he wanted to flop over to the left or vice versa. I thought his mental game was on point today and really was the difference for our offense. Now, going forward, I thought Dan Bailey once again was outstanding. Four field goals when we really needed him. This is, a, this is an operation that had went through a lot of turmoil at the beginning of the season, and a lot of fans were kind of iffy on what was going to happen with our, our snap, our hold, our kick. He's been solid. The whole operation's been solid. Big-time player in this game. Now, defensively, yeah, we gave up some stuff in the quick game that should get addressed, but what I liked was they get down into the red zone, specifically near the goal line, and we really bowed up. There was a first and goal. We stopped him, held him to a field goal. Then... Two back-to-back -back series, we have a sack by Linval that pushes them back, and we get a sack by Anthony Barr that pushes them back, held them to field goals as well. It was a bend-but-don't-break mentality, and it worked. It wasn't pretty, but it worked. So here we are. We're 6-2, and two, feeling really good about ourselves, going to enjoy this baby bye, and we'll see you guys on the other side of that. All right, that is a wrap for the primetime Purple postgame report. Following the Vikings' win over the Redskins, 19-9, it was not pretty, but it was effective. The Vikings are 6-2. They have a mini-bye over the weekend. 
They play the Kansas City Chiefs the following week and then the Dallas Cowboys on the road the week after that on Sunday Night Football. So two big-time games coming up for the Minnesota Vikings in the next two weeks. But for now, we can feel good about being 6-2. and two. We'll get back to work next week. In the meantime, stay tuned to Vikings.com, all the Vikings social media platforms, and, of course, the Vikings app for continuous coverage of your favorite team. On behalf of Chris Corso, this is Wabi signing off for now. Skull Vikings. <laughs>